Yo, yo, what up, what up? This is Rafael Barlow, the director of scouting for NBA Big Board. And in this episode, I have Blake Wesley, the Notre Dame freshman guard. And Blake describes his journey growing up in South Bend, Indiana, going to a football school, preparing for the draft with legendary trainer Joe Abunasar in Las Vegas. Stay tuned. Shout out to each and every person that has made the NBA Big Board Podcast your first listen of the day. In this case, since it is Monday, your first listen of the week. And we'd like to thank today's title sponsor of the NBA Big Board Podcast, Sakara Nutrition. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish. Go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 and enter the code locked on 20 for 20% off at checkout. All right, here is Blake Wesley. Yo, yo, what's up? It's Raphael, NBA Big Board. I have another special guest for you today. It is Blake Wesley. Thank you, man, for coming on. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, you got such an interesting story. I don't even know, know where to begin. First of all, how has this draft process been for you? Uh, this draft process has been good. Uh, I've been out here working out with Joe, uh, getting my reps up, getting stronger, uh, getting with Isaac getting with T. Scott in the weight room and just like being blessed to be out here in Vegas. Has it hit you yet that you are like literally weeks away from being an NBA player? It has hit me uh, just a little bit because like still we still got the combine that I'm going to just to like get a vertical and stuff like that and I got to work out for the NBA teams. That's it's not stressful, but like it can be. But you just got to go out there and like be yourself. Uh, yeah, it is crazy because uh, I was me and my parents talking about me, me being two years and done, but mm-hmm. like this this year worked out for me. I feel like I'm in a good position, so yeah. Yeah, how, how much has your life changed over the last year? At this time last year, I feel like you weren't on anybody's list as a one and done guy. Now I think you are possibly a lottery pick. For how sure. much has it changed in the last year? It has changed. Uh, I didn't even get to play EYBO yep. So because COVID. I wasn't, I don't think I was ranked in the top 100 uh, ESPN. Uh, I just kept working. Me and my parents talked about all that. Just keep working, get better. Uh, things will, ha- stuff will happen, and it did. So that COVID year really impacted you as far as like playing EYBL and kind of getting on the on the national scene. Did that like drive you? Was that like created a chip on your shoulder to prove that I'm better than these guys? For sure, yeah. Uh, chip on my shoulder every day. I work out every day uh, with a mindset like just go out there and kill and like be myself. Yeah. Do you feel like coming into the season because you didn't have the same hype as a lot of other players, you were able to sneak up on guys? Definitely. I didn't even start a couple games uh, as a freshman. Mm-hmm. I started like the fifth game into my freshman year. Uh, my first game was, I mean, I was a little nervous because it was my first start as a freshman in college. So, yeah, I just, as the time went on, it just got better. Played a chip on my shoulder every game. And, yeah. When did it hit you like, dang, I'm a legit NBA prospect right now? Was there a game where you're like, you know, this is easier than I thought? Probably the Kentucky game when I hit the game winner. Big game. Yeah, (laughs) I played good. Got everybody involved, Um, and we we played good that game. Mm -hmm. I thought I was able to compete with whoever that game because they were top ten in the country, and we upset them. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like when I when I watched your games, I thought like earlier in the season you were you were on such a veteran team, so you were kind of 
deferring the guys right. a little bit, trying to fit in. But it was clear to me that you were the, the best NBA talent on the team. Was that hard for you, trying to kind of fit in but also showcase your, your talent? A little bit, because in the summer when I first got to Notre Dame, I was struggling a little bit because mm -hmm. they were stronger than me, uh, they were physical to me. But as the time went, I got away with T. Rowe, our strength and conditioning coach. Mm -hmm. Got better, got, got stronger. Uh, I played with six seniors, so that was hard for me as a freshman. Yep. I was the only freshman playing. And they, they taught me a lot. Uh, taught me to keep my head up, uh, be mature, all those good things. And Mike Bray, obviously, good coach, good, good person. He taught me a lot. So speaking of getting stronger, how much weight have you gained or how much stronger have you gotten since you've been here in Vegas? I gained, uh, I think, nine pounds since I got here. Uh, as you can see, it's like, it's a big effect in my game. Because mm -hmm. well, when I was at Notre Dame, I didn't really, only lifted like, I lifted but I didn't gain so many pounds. I gained like two, three pounds when I got there. And like, when somebody would like smack me or like, or when I'm going up for a layup, I would miss. But now since I'm here, like I'm finishing better, like getting more contact, stuff like that. How much did you weigh when you first got to campus? Uh, 175. <laughs> 175. Where you at now? So about 190. 189. 189. Yeah. 190. Yeah. So wow. I mean, you, so you put on like 15 pounds in the in the last year. Do yeah. you feel the difference in your movement, or is it just more so the way you absorb contact now? The way I absorb contact, cause like people just think I'm like. I'm weak because I'm like so like skinny, mm -hmm. but like I still got like a lot of little muscle on me that like, I can body them, get to the paint, stuff like that. All right, so let's let's go back to when you were younger. You do a lot of work off the dribble, and um, you, your game looks like you've played like a lot of one on one. Is is that true? Uh, yeah, I did play a lot of one on one when I, I got to um, when I was like 13, 14. Uh, you know Jay Nyby? Of course. Yeah, I grew up with him. Played one on one all the time. Yeah, and it was competitive at like almost every game. Uh, I played with um, my trainer, Cedric Moody, all the time. He played overseas, so I played with him, so it was good. Yeah, I, uh, I remember throughout the season, people kept saying, imagine if we had Ivy and Wesley in the backcourt at the same time. You know, I, I'm sure you've yeah. gotten a whole bunch of- uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. He was, trying to, he was trying to get me to Purdue, but I was, I was, like, I was like, yeah, it's, it's a good school, but like, I gotta go to the right fit for me. And I feel like Nordan was the right fit for me, and Purdue was the right fit for him. So yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're born and raised in South Bend, Indiana. Right. So were you like a Notre Dame fan from from the very beginning, from birth, or? No, nah, me and my parents was not Notre Dame fans. Not really. We was like Notre Dame football fans. Yeah. But like, we didn't really become Notre Dame basketball team until like Demetrius Jackson got there, mm -hmm. and like he started talking to me. Like as soon as I got my offer, he talked to me talking about yeah, Notre Dame is a great school. So yeah, we didn't grow up like like Notre Dame fans. We just grew up like football fans. Okay, yeah, I'm from Nebraska, and so I know Nebraska is a big. Well, it was. I mean, they're not good now, but it was a big mm -hmm. football yeah. football state. And then one year they played at Notre Dame, and it was like a huge deal for two like college football powerhouses to uh, to play. So I yeah. know it's like a it's like a football school. Yeah, it is football school, but it's kind of slowly turning into into a basketball school. For sure. How, how was that, like playing basketball at a quote-unquote football school? It was good. So, Notre Dame don't really get a lot of, like, hype for basketball. Except women's basketball. I don't want to, like, disrespect the women's yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> women's basketball get a lot. Cause they, I mean, they won a championship yeah. a couple years, like, two years ago. Yeah. yeah, so the men's basketball, they didn't get a lot of, a lot of like, hype because, like, last year they had a 
not so good season. And the year before that, they wouldn't, they didn't make it to, into the Elite Eight since uh, I think Demetrius Jackson was there. Mm -hmm. So to be able to make it to the tournament again was really special for us. Uh, now we, we put Notre Dame back on the map. And I feel like they could be a Elite Eight slash Final Four team next year. I think so. Yeah. That, that. With J.J. Starling coming in, uh, they got Cormac back, Dane back. Uh, and they just got a transfer from Niagara. So I feel like they, I feel like they can do good this year. So back, back on the map. All right, how long have you been in Vegas since the season ended? Uh, I've been here since April 3rd. Okay, so you've been here a little a little more than a month. Yeah. What is the typical day like for you? Uh, get up, uh, take my vitamins, come here, weigh in, uh, lift. After lift, I, on the court, hard work and stuff, do everything. Uh, after that, we get our protein shake. We, like, relax, eat. Um, at 3, around 3 o'clock, we get a like a lot of reps up mm -hmm. then after that I'm just go home chill rest my body getting ready for the next day right back at it again yeah. all right before I get into the next round of questions want to talk to you about Sakara because now is the time to seek wellness joy and abundance in all areas of your life and it starts with what you eat with Sakara you get nutrition dense meals snacks and supplements that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste or quality. Sakara is a wellness company that is anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Sakara gives you the tools you need to transform your life with organic ready to eat meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials. Their nutritionally designed chef crafted breakfast, lunches and dinners are made with powerful plant rich ingredients which help boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings, and get your skin glowing. Plus, it is delivered right to your door and is ready to eat. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash locked on 20. Enter the code locked on 20 at checkout. That is sakara, S A K A R A dot com slash locked on 20. You get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash locked on 20. So I'm here in Impact, and uh, I mean, you can see all the, the guys that have yeah. worked out here in the wall from Kevin Garnett mm -hmm. to Tayshawn Prince, there's Miles Turner. I mean, there's Kyle Lowry, there's a bunch of guys. Yeah. How does it feel to know that you're getting the same pre draft training as these guys that have, you know, gone on? Like Garnett's a Hall of Famer, Kyle Lowry's an all star. It's crazy because I was here last year, and Paul George was over there. Kawhi Leonard was over there, DeMar, DeMar DeRozan was working out right here. And I'm just looking at him like, wow, I'm in the same gym as them. Uh, a lot of celebrities that came in here, Floyd Mayweather, Usher, all those all those guys came in here. And this is a blessing because like, wow, I walked in the same gym as them and seen them. And yeah. I feel the same way. I've been Vegas Summer League for years and I always like, man, I want to go to Impact. But I was just thinking like, Nah, man, I can't just walk in there. I got to know somebody, all these mm -hmm. high-profile guys. So every year I'm like, you know, this year I'm going to go to Impact. This year I'm going to go to Impact. And then Joe reached out to me. I'm like, I could have been here years ago because Joe is like one of the coolest guys. Yeah. So how did you develop a relationship with, with Joe? So when I was at Notre Dame, I was on my unofficial visit because we used to go in there and like play pickup with the older guys. So I was a sophomore and I went in there and Joe's, son, Jack Abunasar, is the manager from Notre Dame. So he was there. 
So Joe was sitting here and my dad was sitting here. They just looked at each other and started talking. And my dad's a big developer guy. So like Joe was like, yeah, I develop, like I work on all these NBA guys, like Impact in Vegas. And my dad was like, oh, really? So that's when they got connected and stuff like that. I came the summer of the, my sophomore year. Came here and got some work in, what my trainer said, and uh, Joe. Next year I came, last year I came, uh, and got some really good working with Joe, and then this year getting outstanding work with Joe. Oh, so this is not your first summer working with yeah, Joe? Yeah, this is my third summer third here. summer. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of makes sense why you just kind of came out of nowhere, because you've been training, you've been getting the same training as Hall of Famer. Right. So. And Joe Abunasar is the name, I forgot to, to mention the last name, the legendary trainer. Um, I, I think I first heard about him when he was training Kevin Garnett. And mm -hmm. so he has crazy stories. I yeah, I know. He told me he told me crazy stories. Like he used to like, so his son, uh, Joe's son, used to rebound for Kevin Garnett. He used to like yell at his son. I was like, oh my the, god. Of the intensity, how yeah. intense the workout. So, so what are you working on like this summer? I know obviously you want to work on your body, get a little bit stronger. But is there a specific thing on the court that you're focusing on? Uh, really like coming off the handoff, making decisions, mm -hmm. uh, really finishing. I've been finishing better since I got here. And really getting my shot, my shot break, like getting more reps up, getting consistent. Mm -hmm. So I watched the workout yesterday, and I know like off the dribble, it's it's money. You know, you like to dance with the ball once you get your rhythm. Have you been working on a lot of like set shots, like playing off the ball, catch and shoot jumpers? Was that like a focus for you? A little bit. When we play like two on two, three on three, yeah, I like spot up in the corner, like get my shot right, yeah, because like it's a lot of open shots in the NBA in the corners. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of closeouts and stuff like that. Here's a question for you. Are you a one or a two, or are you a ball player? I'm a, I'm a, oh. I'm a, I, I didn't warn you that I was trying to ask I'm a, a ball bit. player. I mean, I can, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because I've seen some people say you're a one. I've seen some people play you're a two. I think you can play both, but the game is becoming positionless. Right. And I, I just think that you're a guy that you just plug and play. And you know, if you're, if you're on the court with a dominant ball handler, now you got two. Right. But I think you can initiate the offense also. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is there anybody that you kind of model your game after a little bit? Uh, probably Tyrese Maxey a little bit. Okay. So I, I live in Dallas, so I've had a chance to watch Maxey play when he was in high school. And mm -hmm. it, it's crazy how he fell so low in the draft, and now he's definitely outperformed his draft position. I have a comparison that comes to mind. Let me know what you think about this. What about, like, Karis LeVert? Do you see a little bit of LeVert in your game? A little bit. A little bit of, like, the... The dancing, yeah, dancing with, with the yeah. ball, the size, because you're 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 bigger than Maxi. I think you're closer to to Levert size. And then at one point, I think they were saying that he's a, a one, but he, I think he's strictly playing like the two now. Mm -hmm. But I see a little bit of of uh, Levert. I'm a big fan of guys that create their own shot off right. the dribble, and I know that's that's your your strong point. So, what are you looking to show teams in these workouts? Is there anything that you feel like? you did not get a chance to show in college that you have in your your bag, so to speak, that that um, they don't know about? Really, like, just getting my shot consistent, because I used to swing the ball, but mm -hmm. I'm keeping, uh, I'm focusing on keeping on the right side, going straight up. Uh, definitely my speed, my athleticism, uh, the way I can pass, the way I can defend, all those things that they want me to, that they want an NBA player to do. Yeah, I see you as a multi-positional defender. Like, what is your actual wingspan? I think six eight, six nine. Six eight. And then how tall are you officially? Six five. Six five. So um, I guess you know the heights are always 
up and down. You, mm -hmm. you, never, you never know. So going into the combine, are you are you working out or are you just? No, I'm just, I'm just doing the agility stuff and like interviews. That, that's a good spot to be in. Right. That, that's a really good spot to be in. All right, before I get into my next round of questions, I have to talk to you about what happened to me earlier today. I got a notification on my phone that I had received a package in the mail. The first thing I did was ask my wife, did you order something? She says no, but we are expecting a bassinet for our baby that is due this this summer. So I run down to go get the, the mail and I'm, I'm expecting to pick up a big box and bring it to the apartment. And it was a small box. And I wonder, what is this? Then I opened the box and it was the Built Bar Puffs. So on one hand, I was disappointed that it wasn't the bassinet that we ordered. But on the other hand, I was excited to receive my Built Bar Puffs. And if you're probably wondering, like, what is a Built Bar Puff? And I, I guess the best way to describe it is imagine dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. And then when you open your eyes and you realize that this frosting was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it is like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built Bar. I just received mine and I have never had anything like it before. They're available right now. We can't promise you that they'll be there tomorrow. So go get them today at Built.com. Now, if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's just what friends do. It is a chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is a delicious flavored marshmallow that is covered with 100% real chocolate. So you can make every day your birthday with Built Bar's birthday cake puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake. And then they made it where it's 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. And it is only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein nine grams of sugar this limited flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day and again all the built bar puffs are 100 chocolate that means with built you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it and they are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits so go to built.com get the birthday cake puffs right now go to built.com and if you use the promo code locked 15 you will get 15% off your next order. Promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off at Built.com. All right, last question. Draft day. Your name is called by Adam Silver. Let's just say you're in the green room, which, which I think you'll be. What will that mean to you and your family? Uh, it mean a lot because uh, not everybody get the opportunity to go in the green room, so it'll be a blessing for me and my family. They'll be happy for me. I'll be happy for myself. And, like... Just getting the name called is like crazy. So yeah. It's a I, big day. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I mean, it's a day that, you know, every kid when they pick up a basketball and they start watching the NBA, they dream of being in that position. And so you are like literally weeks away from, from mm -hmm. being there. I mean, the draft is just one day. Obviously, one of the biggest days of your life. Right. And so there's always a process of staying in the NBA. But I can imagine it has to be like exciting to know that when you first started playing, Definitely. Time in the park, and now you are—you're almost there. You're one of the elite. You joined this fraternity of—I mean, only like 450 active guys. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you for your thank time. You. Appreciate Blake you. Wesley, thank you. Rafael Barlow, NBA Big Board. We're out. All right. Shout out to Blake Wesley and Joe Bunasar for making this interview happen. 
And once again, thank you for making the NBA Big Board your first listen of the day. Now for your second listen, check out the Locked On NBA podcast. From the first jump ball of the playing tournament to the very last possession of the finals, the Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. Once again, it's Rafael Barlow. The director of scouting from NBA Big Board have an exciting week coming up for you as I am live in Chicago, Illinois, where the NBA G League Elite Camp and the NBA Combine is taking place. Stay tuned. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And I am out.